This episode of the Living Factor Podcast is brought to you by my good friend, the guy who designed the profile pic for this podcast, and probably will be designing all of my pictures for any podcast, Santiago, aka Santi Jaeger. Um, you can find him on Instagram at salty underscore ago. Um, all your graphic design needs, photography, anything you want from him creative, he can do it. Hit him up. <sighs> Alright, run it. No fucking shit, you're getting fucking celiac disease. Or like you this and that, or like you're having trouble digesting things. Because we're just fucking terrible. At so, it. I will say this. <clears throat> Americans have terrible diets and they have terrible workout regimens and they don't. But I also think Americans as a general populace are the hardest working people in the world. And what I mean by this is we have the highest level of production. There like you can talk about all these small countries and all this stuff, these Nordic countries and you know hit me with statistics of how their GDP is higher and this and that. But that's per capita. That's per fucking people. So if they have one company that produces a, a, an important piece and it is a huge economic contributor, but they only have 2 million people in that fucking country, their GDP, of course, is going to be high. Makes sense. But America has 300 million people and their GDP is still one of the highest. Yeah. Fuck you. Don't tell me Americans are lazy. You, you can't. We have poor diets and we have poor workout regimens, but we're also fucking hard workers. Not in the sense that we're all just laborers and doing physical work. I'm no. talking about like mental work. Google is in a fucking America. Apple is in a fucking America. The people that design that shit is yeah. in America. Like, that is a real thing. Don't discredit America as some fucking like horseshit country. We're terrible at all this. Like, there's a lot of turmoil going on in America. Don't get me wrong. But to say that America is not one of the greatest countries in the world is just That's so just false. That, that is- There's no statistics behind it. Because even the statistics, like I was just explaining, is like you might say Sweden, Norway, Switzerland, all the, France, whatever you want to say, but they have like a third, if not a fucking less than a third of the population of America, and they don't contribute to the world economy nearly as much as America does. Oh. Sweden is one of the most, um, they're not anti-business, but it's incredibly hard to make a business mm-hmm. in Sweden and like, uh, those other countries up there where they're like a the little Nordic bit more, countries and yeah, shit. they're a little bit more, um, happiness of life and like, you know, yeah. their prisons are really nice. They believe in reform and those yeah, kind of yeah, things. Yeah. They're obviously very happy, but you're right. Like, if you look at all the go-getters in America, the people who've made it really, really rich or, yeah. you know, have something, people work hard for this shit. Yeah. People work really, really, really fucking hard. And that's the beauty of America. If you want to come here and you want to work hard, you will get to where you want to go. Yeah. But if you want to be a lazy bum, you have that choice too. It's all up to you. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm tired of this kind of like narrative that I keep seeing on like social media platforms. Of like, this is why America is going to, like, oh, it's terrible. You know, this is it's why America terrible. is terrible or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I think, Ameri- like I was saying earlier in the podcast, like I think America will fall because we have certain like turmoil that's going on. But as a country and an idea, I think America is the greatest. And there's, you can't, you cannot deny it. You ask somebody 
any immigrant that is in America, why didn't they go to Sweden? They're so happy to be here. Everyone. Because Sweden doesn't have the economic freedom that America allows. No, no. There's a reason America is the place to be if you want to get out of the shithole. Exactly. And I I just, I don't want to, I, I, I will, I'll say this. There's definitely things we can work on. We can always work on things. And that there's a voice to be heard for that. I don't want to dismiss that. No. But I don't want to hear, like, if somebody's like, well, fuck America, fuck, you know, like, you know, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but look where you are. You can say shit like that. You say that into fucking North Korea, you're fucking dead. You say that in a lot of places, not even just, a, you know, a dictatorship like that. You say in a lot of places in the world, you're fucking dead. Yeah. Like, especially, like, there's places like this is what i'm just gonna say there's places in the middle east where women can't even speak up but somehow when you're in america you get to speak up and say that america the country that allows you to speak freely as shit you can go say here. fuck yourself you're 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 not even making sense at that point yeah it's like literally and especially it's like i see these people that are the byproducts of immigrants they're literally first generation, just yeah. like yourself. And their parents came to America, not forced, but they came to America. And they struggled, too. And they struggled to give you a life, to give you a life that you deserved. And you're going to shit on the country they brought you to? What the fuck are you talking about? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like They you didn't said. come here for no reason. They came here no. because it gives them economic freedom. They might even be just a janitor. But they're making enough money to give you a better life. Exactly. And you're going to shit on the country that allows that? Fuck you. There's yeah. things to work on? Definitely. So work on them. But don't shit on the idea of America. How the yeah. fuck do you do that with a sound like mind? It just yeah. doesn't work. There's a lot of fucked up things. But guess what? There's a lot of fucked up things everywhere else in the world everywhere. too. Everywhere. And nobody wants to... D- like announce that when they're making the statement like fuck america yeah no you remember when we went to thailand yeah the first one of the few few, first few things that we ever learned was that do not disrespect the king yeah do not take any pictures of the king do not talk about the king don't do anything like that. step on the money with the king's face yeah don't don't do do any of that shit don't disface the king but in this country if someone didn't like donald trump they could go as far as say whatever they want and even make small threats Towards the president. My dad was on Facebook saying he wants to kill Donald Trump. Yeah, and nothing will happen. Nothing happens. Unless you're making like some fucking big, huge fucking conspiracy. And like, maybe you'll get a check from the FBI. But like, and that's only because they think you're like an actual threat. Yeah. But you can say whatever the fuck you want in this country. And you're allowed to say it. And all the things that you're saying about this country, you're allowed to say it because this country is this country. You know, you're not... You go somewhere else, Even you're getting fucking shot, you're getting murdered, or you're going to jail just for some little thing that you said. Even in Canada, they've literally made the the fact if you dead name somebody, finable. So if I was to call a transgender person and say she she was transitioning from a man to a woman, and I was to call her a he because, say, I, I thought that that was a he. You know, like, whatever. De- that's basically dead naming. To mis- uh, misgender somebody or to call that's them illegal? by their old name. It's finable, bro. It's finable. Oh, God. 
this is what I'm saying. And I'm not to like get into the whole transgender thing at all. No. Cause I'm not really like opposed to like transgender people at, by any means, but it just shows the limit of speech is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. The limit of speech that you can have in all these other countries. Like, and an even better example than the one I just gave. It, I was just listening to this um, this reporter. Um, he's the guy that also, like, he made the documentary Icarus, which exposed yeah, the Russian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was saying that in Saudi Arabia, the king, if you say anything about him, you are, you're dead. You say anything about the king, you literally will die if you say this guy like needs whatever you will die they are they have thousands of people operating to find even tweets not just if you said it like if you tweet it mm-hmm. you will die yeah like they operated i think he gave out a number like 200 beheadings last year for saying something wow bro like fuck Dude, you america's not the best country bro <laughs> like what we haven't executed someone in what like 13 years yeah, I don't know what it's, I think it's insane. Like we haven't. Yeah, I have. That brings into a weirder topic of like, like criminal punishment and or capital punishment rather, and like ki- killing people for crimes. I I get it, but like the problem is, is they fuck up, and they, they kill fuck. innocent people a lot, a lot. Like they fucking mm-hmm. kill innocent people. But I think rapists should die. Like, that's my personal opinion. I think rapists should die. I think people that murder people should get the same, you know, karma. Like, get the same shit. And um, I don't know, like, of a better way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. Legally Not... ca- uh, castration? <laughs> For all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, hey, bro. What's a better incentive? Yeah, you tell me not... what's a better incentive other than death. But the thing is, is if people are forced to like, because then there's a slippery slope of like, <sighs> like if people are thieves and like, what what crimes specifically are we gonna allow? Fucking and like, cut what off if their hands. people? That's all so, you have to do. You but like, false hands. accusations of rape. How about that? Yeah, then... that's, that is a tricky. I'm gonna piss, but keep. I'm gonna yeah. talk to you. Um, no, like false accusations of rape. Like that's the perfect example. No, for sure, because and. And it happens all the time. That's the thing. Is that guys get falsely accused all the time. Yeah, and it's fucking like, alright, so if we're just going to kill people that are convicted rapists, now we're running into, like, a fucking really sketchy territory. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a tough situation. I think that's why California hasn't executed someone in so long. Yeah. Because it's just legal issues, you know, if you do it wrong, I'm going to go take a piss, too. Yeah, no, it's good. I can keep talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro, you drink enough beer, you got to do it. Um, but I think it's a problem. I think that, like, personally, I think rapists should die. I think that crime, rapists and murderers, I think that crime is worthy of death. But also, you're putting a lot of trust in the judicial system to carry out something um rightfully which we all know if 2020 didn't tell you that they don't yeah that's the issue like can 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can, you just can't. You can't trust them, and that's the bigger problem. Is that we need a reform of the judicial system. I don't know how, but I think with technology, it will be there. Like I think eventually, there. I don't know how. Like, but like specifically for like rape um, victims, I hope that the technology comes to be where it is 100% accurate where there's some sort of marker that it could find that will be able to tell if a woman or man was raped or not and I hope that when that technology arises they'll reinstitute the death penalty for the people that are 100% convicted like I just, I, I don't know. Because as of right now, there's not enough technology that could say either way, you know? And it's just hard because I know that a lot of women don't, aren't, like, they don't get rape kits. Like, they don't even get the tests or anything. Like, and they're not only that, but they don't, they're scared to even confront the authorities because of backlash by their, um, by the rapists like they could die and that like that's a very real thing and but i i hope that eventually technology will catch up to that and you know can have a hundred percent test that shows whether a woman or man was raped or not and i don't know how they'll do it but i really hope you like it can and that at that point i think that rapists should die i think that that's how it needs to be yeah i and I, so I'm watching this series. Um, it's like World's Toughest Prisons on Netflix. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, I forgot his name. Uh, Ralphie? Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love or that no, show. Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, Raphael. Yeah. I love that show. Yep. Bro. Oh, what prison was he in? It's some African prison. Mm-hmm. And the amount... it was He gave a statistic that they had calculated. And there were all 40 percent of the prisoners were rapists uh-huh. and i'm like what in the actual fuck yeah what in the actual fuck bro like and, that's because it's just so common over there and no one gets caught for it almost no one gets caught and the people i mean that's why 40 percent of them are because it's just so common yeah but a lot of them don't get caught. they're cracking down on it though if you've watched that episode like they're cracking down on rapists and sexual assault charges in, I forget the country. I need to actually check it because I don't want to give any false information. But um, but it was the only, like, African country in the season, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, they're really cracking down on it. Not because they feel sad for the rape victims, because there's so much AIDS. They said a quarter of yep. that population had AIDS. And so you're spreading a virus mm-hmm. at that point. You're not, they're not sad because, you know, a girl got raped. Like, there was a guy, and, you know, you you listen to the guy talk, and, like, you know he probably is getting eaten up inside about what he did, but it still doesn't dismiss anything. Like, no. he raped a 10, he said 10 or 12. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, in that prison, there's just so many rapists that they almost feel for each other. In yeah, way, they don't because, separate them. Like in normal no. prisons, they separate racists or I'm not racist, uh, rapists because especially over here, you'll get murdered. Per, yeah, if exactly. you are a uh, what, what do they call it, chomo, 
If you're a chomo. Chomo? In, yeah, a child molester in prison. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a chomo. <laughs> they call him a stupid ass <laughs> I know, but if you're a chomo, you're almost targeted right away in, in American prisons. No one likes that shit over here. No. But it is crazy that, you know, someone who murdered someone, um, they'll get off in 25 years when someone who raped could have raped a little kid or someone else it's like 10 or 15 10 years and then all they get is they have to notify any, everyone in their neighborhood that oh that they're, they're a sexual offender yeah but that doesn't mean anything because you could piss in public and be referred to as a sexual offender yeah you can go on the list for that just for pissing in public if the cops and house they still treat it like the same like if you're on that list you are fucked yeah you are fucked really bad like i mean given it should probably be that way but um no, I'm thinking like it's just like you're f- like if you piss in like a uh, this is funny like a horrible bosses. Have you seen horrible bosses? Mm. Horrible bosses. Charlie Day is um, one of the characters in there, and he pisses on a playground play structure. Like he's drunk and he pisses on a play structure at night. No kids are there, obviously, and a cop like caught him, and he got put on a sexual predator list. And but it's the same thing. You're still a sexual predator. You're still on the sexual predator list. It's still the same yeah. thing. Um, so it is kind of like, yeah, it's insane. I mean, it makes sense if you're you know you're fucking naked in public and you're mm-hmm. doing weird shit. And I'm not saying that pissing in public is okay, but I don't think it's exactly the same level as raping someone. Yeah. No, not even fucking close. Like things should be at least. A you know how many times I've pissed at a park? Yeah, like, like you just get drunk, bro. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Especially if you're like in the city or something where there's no fucking bath. You can't go anywhere for a bathroom. Yeah. You know, most places are very um, wary of people using their bathrooms in the city because, well, fucking homeless people go in there and they just fuck that shit up. So you can't go to the bathroom just anywhere. But yeah. So. I think it was the Mauritius um, prison. Mauritius? Mauritius or whatever. It's off the coast of mm-hmm. Madagascar. So that's where it was. Because there's a South Africa, but that was a numbers prison. Oh. You remember that yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, the, where everyone had their numbers. Yeah, like shit. 26, 27, 28 were like the numbers yeah. and whatnot. That wasn't the episode. but So Mar- Mauritius, um, the extreme prison uh, punishment prison. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the episode where there was like literally, so was, half of the country has AIDS and 40% of the prisoners at this specific prison were rapists. Was it that episode or was it the one, uh, the numbers prison was the numbers prison in, there was in South Africa. That's what it says right here. Do you remember one of those? Um, I think it was probably Mauritius, but it was like this Indian looking dude. And he was like one of the most dangerous prisoners there. Mm-hmm. do you remember that part yeah and he looked fucking freaky do you remember that dude his eyes were like like this he had fucking horrible teeth yeah and i don't know everything about him was just like fucking creepy like you saw that dude on the street you're not uh, going like, you're running nah. away <laughs> i'm sidestepping you know like bro. like i don't know bro Facts. he looked like he didn't have a soul bro most of those people don't have a soul yeah no but that dude like you think about like the fuck out if these prisons you see like any of the people like you know when somebody like feels bad for what they did yeah. and you know when people don't give a fuck 
Yeah. Because a lot of what that show showed is like they continue crime in prison because, you know, these countries typically don't have infrastructure to give money to prisons like that. They just want them to keep them there. Yeah. We don't give a fuck what you do with them in there. Just keep them there. That's kind of like the entire, you know, philosophy behind it. Um, A lot of the prisons that he visited. And so you think about these fuckers like, you know, say you get a convicted for murder, you have a life sentence. If you're a criminal and you get off on a crime, like you, you there's a there's an adrenaline high to it. You're gonna cu- keep fucking doing it, even in prison. Mm-hmm. Like yep. you're just gonna you're gonna run shit. You're gonna do what you did out there, but in here in a different capacity. Yeah. And, bro, it's fucking real, and it I it's scary, and you lose your soul doing that. Yeah. Like there is like you see hardcore criminals and this is why I've always had this like kind of um thought behind like why why do people get scared of like criminals? Why like if you saw a guy in the street, you have this almost like discernment of like, oh, I know this guy's not good. Yeah. Doesn't matter, you know, anything but like you can tell look somebody in the eye you make eye contact with them you know either they have good or bad intentions yeah and it's like this weird thing and i think that like it's almost like i don't know if it's like a primal instinct or if it's like a spiritual discernment or whatever but like you can tell somebody's intentions before you even hear a word from their fucking mouth you can tell like whether their soul has been drained from their body and, like, not to get all, like, you know, evangelical Christian no, no, type no, thing. Yeah, like, sure. But, like, you can tell if people, like, that do a lot of crime, but not only do a lot of crime because they had to, but because they like it. Yeah. You can tell. Like, they, they have this look in their eye of, like, I don't care about my life, so it doesn't matter what I do in this life. Yeah. And I always thought about this. I was like, you want to scare somebody? don't care about your fucking life you show them that like it don't matter what happened to me i'm not scared to die that's why like the most ferocious warriors the most anything it was you always hear that mantra of like do not be afraid to die best example israel adesanya one of the best ufc fighters in the fucking like in his division not only his division but in the fucking entire ufc um promotional thing like one of the most exciting fighters if you look into his um what fight was that i think it was kevin gastelum where he literally like the round's about to start and he's like i'm prepared to die he literally mouths it to him and you look see the look in his eyes and you know he meant that like i'm prepared to die to win mm-hmm. and it's like when you can see that in other people where they really mean that i i'm prepared to die to do whatever that's a scary fucking sight because it doesn't happen. Most people have like a self-preservation type of mentality. Like, you know, there's an extreme I'll go to, but I'm not prepared to die. Like, I don't want to die right now. Yeah. Like, because you want to live. Like, most people just yeah. want to live. And, but when you can tell somebody doesn't want to live, that's why when you see people that like, are like legitimately like want to kill themselves, you can tell like there's something in you, not from what they say, but from how they look, where you can tell this person doesn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. 
And it's a weird thing. I've always thought about that. I'm like, because I've seen it in people. I've seen it in just walking around everyday life. And you're like, you listen to somebody, you look at somebody, and you're just like, there is something telling me that you don't care about your life right now. And it's a weird fucking thing. Because there's nothing, there's no sort of like indicator or anything. It's just like you almost feel it from them. It's like there's some sort of like spiritual thing where it's like this life doesn't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I think these prisoners, you can look at them and you already know. right? You're not even looking at them in person. You're looking at them on a screen. And there's something about it that is like that person does not give a fuck about his life or anybody else's life. I think it's a little animalistic in a way. Mm-hmm. I think when you back someone into a corner and maybe it doesn't exactly correlate to someone who doesn't care about their life, but it does in a way when you back animal into a corner, they already know maybe they're going to die. So if they're in a corner, they're going to do whatever they like. They're just going to go out with the blast. Yeah. You know, they're going out, they're going to fucking scratch you. They're going to fucking bite, you know, yeah. whatever. And I think that's why so many people attribute serial killers to animal having animalistic instincts mm. is because that they, I think they are a little bit more in tune with their animalistic nature of not caring yeah. about life or about anything really i think yeah, what like this predatory type of yeah they they don't really care i mean they all they want is the next fix of like killing something you uh, know that next adrenaline whatever it is like that yeah, fucking... that's the only way that they're gonna feel and mm. there is something very very animalistic about that you know if you look at like the top predators of the food chain you know that's kind of how they are they they don't necessarily always kill just to eat. They just kill to show dominance, to show that this is their area, to yeah. you know be like fuck off, you know, get out of here. Like yeah. they don't care. There's there's no thought. There's no. It's just you die. That's it. It's scary though. Like I mean, like because most of us don't have it in us. Like we can't summon that beast. You know what I no. mean? Like it. You have to be in a situation. Like, all right, for example, like, say your spouse or whoever, someone you love, your your mom, your dad, whatever, is in a situation, like, where you feel that their life is at danger, most people are willing to, that's why the whole saying is take a bullet for somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like, how much do you love them? You willing to die for this person? That Because it's real. Like, and you can tell it's real. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it, it, it's just like, you can tell when somebody's willing to die for you or not. There, There's a way they show it. And like, when that situation arises, you see it. You don't, and, and feel it rather. Like, mm-hmm. not even that you see, you feel it. You feel that that person has like an emotional, like, bond or connection or even spiritual connection to you. And like, I think even like like you said it's very animalistic like you think about a dog like they always say a dog's best friend or is a man's best friend right like my dog will not fucking kill like couldn't even kill a fucking rat if she wanted to like she's a little pe- like little shit but if like something she saw something like trying to hurt me or anybody in my family she would go fucking bananas yeah yeah like and it's just this animalistic like spiritual connection that you have with this animal that 
like they are willing to risk their life for you. Even yeah. if it's a bigger fucking dog, even if it's like, you know, whatever it's, they are willing to do that. And it's just, it's this weird characteristic that we see throughout human nature. And it's like unexplained. It's one of those unexplainable things. It's like, you can't tell why you know that. Like, why do I feel like this guy over here does like wants to kill me? Why do I feel that? Like, is it because he's looking at me funny? Is it because he's like dressed a certain way? No, it's because I saw his face. Like I made an eye connection with him and I knew he was up to no good. I knew that his life didn't matter to him and my life doesn't matter to him. Mm -hmm. And it's this weird fucking thing. And that's why you see like the dude in the toughest prison, like get freaked out at sometimes you see like when he goes to like, like especially that was in the Mauritius prison and like the South African numbers prison. And there's like, I think a couple others where he was like, fucking like did not you saw in his face he didn't want to be there mm -hmm. he didn't want no part of that because he knew that his life didn't fucking mean a lick to them yeah like th they're in there for like serving a couple life sentences what the fuck are you like to them come on now if anything that's like fun for them because they're killing a guy on tv they're yeah. killing this fuck that's like coming in with a camera crew pretending he's in prison yeah you know what i mean like these guys aren't really giving him the real shit if you, like, I was thinking about this the entire time I was watching. I'm like, if I was in prison and I saw a fuck with a oh, camera no. crew coming in, there's no way I'm treating him the same as anybody else. I'm either going to be worse or I'm not even going to go near him because I might incriminate myself. Say I have two, two yeah. more years or whatever. No way I'm going on camera. That's recorded shit. That's, and see, that's one of the things is that, like, when I was watching that show, I was also noticing that, like, and he even asked a few times to the prisoners, like, you know, what would happen if I didn't have this camera crew? Or yeah. what if, you know, I was here by myself? Yeah. And the things that they would say, it's insane. Like, you know? And I I think he just got that privilege of having the camera crew and having... When you're big like that, especially making a show for Netflix, you go to the certain areas, you have a lot of protection. Yeah. And that's what you were saying with... Uh, what's his name? David Cho? Choi? Cho. 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 And what we were talking about, like, the Congo, and where, like, I said that maybe, you know, there's all these things that, you know, David Cho or Choi, he might have had, like, a big production company. Cho. or he, Cho? Cho. And he might have had, like, a lot of good connections where, like, they find good tour guides and stuff like that, but maybe we don't have the same luxury. You know, maybe we don't know who is a good tour guide or not. Yeah. And then we get fucked over, and then we're in the fucking Congo shooting heroin fucking holding an ak saying yes massa <laughs> like where where do you want me to go next like yeah. just give me that fucking next heroin bump like yeah that's yeah it's and that's the same thing with i mean him i mean he's given a pretty like realistic view of what is going on there but like at the same time it's also you know you're being protected protected you know you yeah. can't you're not really they're in the same capacity as a yeah. normal person would be. And you can't show that unless you just have hidden cameras that nobody knows about. Because if people know they're on camera, they act different. Yeah, but he, uh, like, just... they don't do that because they know that like he's probably going to get fucked up. Yeah. He's going to get fucked up. Yeah. If there's in, They don't know that he's with like a camera crew. And, and who especially would do that? Someone who speaks without, English. Yeah, without protection. Because mm -hmm. you know they had a translator for most of these countries. He only spoke English. Yeah. Like, he, he had to have had somebody that was, like, behind him asking shit. And it's, like, 
think about the prisoners. They had to either not give one fucking hoot, like, what they said because they're already in there for life, or they were just fucking protecting themselves. So, like, you're either do not give a fuck or you give a fuck, right? There's, mm-hmm. like, that's the two categories. You give a fuck or don't give a fuck. And most of the time, they didn't give a fuck because they are in there for the long haul, and that's what they counted on. That's why they had protection. They yeah. were like, Let me, let's, let's give them to the worst people because they're in here for life. It doesn't matter what the fuck they say. They're here for life. Like, yeah. And even so, I would say that like maybe you have private security in some of them mm-hmm. because certain certain prisons that you went to even like the one in costa rica or like paraguay or something yeah. like this, they don't have any system it's literally keep them inside yeah. everything else that goes in the, on in there is up to the prisoners yeah you know have you ever seen um that tv show called prison break bro prison break yeah oh my god me and ryan used to watch that shit it's, all the time it's one of the greatest shows ever i love that show but you remember how like y- when he went to paraguay and he was in that prison and everything was basically on the inside yeah never expected it but when i saw world's toughest prison it's exactly how it is mm-hmm. it's exactly like it's from a movie and it's the prisoners run the inside they just have to stay yeah. inside <laughs> like yeah, they just they have, have to stay within those confined walls and it doesn't really matter what prison was it where like it was like they were basically scrounging through the fucking trash and like oh to resell was... like yeah what was that it was like um i think it was in the latest oh, season no you know what hmm. lesetho might be the prison with the rapists hmm. yes in south africa this is the prison it's not the i don't think it's the mauritius it's the lesetho prison lesetho yeah i, want to take I think mauritius is that um that island with that creepy ass dude i was talking about yeah yeah, yeah. i think you're right too but i think the lesson though is like the rapist. Oh. So that makes more sense. I can't imagine that a quarter of the island has fucking AIDS. That's, uh, yeah. Like that seems like something that's like mainland Africa. Yeah, I mean, I could expect it in, in one of those islands, you know? Yeah. Even Madagascar, Papua New Guinea, I'm sure they have, um, the same values in some sort of ways. That's also another place I'm a little scared to go without a tour guide. Where? Is Papua New Guinea. Oh. I would love to go. I would love to go everywhere. Let's just yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm just a little scared. And maybe this is just my cousin telling me. <laughs> but, but I looked it up and there is um, certain tribes in Papua New Guinea that there and there's so many languages in Papua New Guinea that if you don't know that language and you just stumble upon them they will kill you. Yeah. They'll just they don't know you you're dead. You're, yeah. yeah. That's it. And that's maybe the only thing that I would be scared of is not having a translator or something like and even if you do have a translator it's not always You don't guaranteed. know he did, you don't know he knows that fucking village's like language, yeah. you know? He could say some fucking shit and then like they're like this motherfucker he's speaking some other bullshit but yeah. he's black too you know like just fucking kill him kill all the white people behind him like yeah. you know that's that's, well, a possibility. And that's what i'm saying i think that there's a that possibility is higher when you go to places like africa or south africa or south america because it is and you just there's it's 
I mean, to be bluntly honest, it's poor. It is. Yeah. And they, Damn. what they're going to do is fucking make their money. And it's not their fault. They're in a position where they've stumbled upon, you know, a fucking American that they ha- know has more money than them. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're like, ah, oh, we don't have shit. I only have $100 in the fucking bank account. Whatever it is, they're like, $100? I will fucking take that, I'll son. I'll fucking murder you for that $100. Yeah, like, like, come on now. And I think that, that that's very real, and it is worthy to be cautious. Yeah. Um, but I would, I mean, that being said, I would still go to the Philippines. The Philippines is poor yeah. as shit right now. It is. They're and- going through the fucking gutter. No, they they, have there's this, a shit ton of countries that are yeah. terrible right now, but it doesn't necessarily immediately make them unsafe. Yes. No, that's very true. That and But I, true. I get your point. I get your point yeah. where the, there's these countries where you're kind of like, eh. But, you know. I wouldn't go to the Philippines if I didn't have Janie or somebody that even understood yeah, to go. Exactly. Like, like I would, no fucking shot. Yeah. Like, you even just do, like, a recent search on, like, co- like current events in the Philippines. It's just sad and terrible. Like, I did a project maybe a couple of years ago, and, like, they're, like, you think we had it bad as far as, like, planting drugs in, you know, black communities and stuff like that and the, during the Reagan administration and the war on drugs? Y'all ain't ever been to the Philippines. No, like, they were just having a civil fucking, war, weren't they? Yeah, uh, I don't know about that, but. It was, like, it wasn't the civil war, but they were, no, it was the terrorists. They were, they were literally having a war, like, on the island. With, yeah. like, military troops and everything against the, um, what's the fucking most famous fucking terrorist organization? The ISIS. ISIS? Yeah, with, uh, with ISIS. There's ISIS insurgents in Philippines just a few years ago, and they were yeah. literally, the, the military was fighting them on the island. So, the shit has gotten so bananas, I wrote this in my, like, school papers, like, the president of the Philippines has basically incited, like, vigilantes. Like, if you know of drug, like, um, dealers and distributors and smugglers and whatever, find them and kill them. And so, it's basically turned into this, like, big rat-off where people are telling the police, like, hey, this guy is a drug uh, dealer. Mm-hmm. And they'll go in, and if they kill the guy, they just plant drugs on him. Like, it's a huge thing. It's not just a yeah. one-time occurrence. It's a huge thing because they have vigilantes. They need to justify the killing. Well, he was a drug dealer. Even though I didn't find mm-hmm. drugs, I planted it on him, and boom, here we go. Yeah. And you could be said that was happening in America, too, which it was. And it's like, well, this is what's happening, and they already don't have shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they're already just getting it's like, how much are you gonna up. fuck someone? Yeah, like, like, it's just crazy. And you know what the whole thing is about Duterte? Duterte? I, I never pronounce his name. Duarte? Right. Duarte, something like yeah. that. But I think it's like Duterte. I'm gonna, yeah, it up probably right in now. Their, their accent or whatever. Um, is it's because his son was like smoking weed or like doing drugs and so he went crazy um let's see what this is uh why is it so hard to give me his fucking name okay rodrigo duterte duterte d-u-t-e-r-t-e duterte um but yeah it's because of his son who like 
was high and died or something like that. Like some shit where basically his son was a drug addict. Like that's how he made it seem. And so he went crazy. Crazy. On the fucking, uh, you know, whole war on drugs. And it's fucking wild, bro. It's like, you know, and I was having this argument with my parents and brother last night. Say, and again, say what you will about America. America, you know, doesn't get a lot of things right. Justice system, number one, don't get right. Like, there's a lot of things they don't get completely right. But would you rather be in another country? Probably not. Like, really, probably not. Like, you know, it's easy for the individual to say, well, I'd rather move to Sweden or France because, you know, they they have it down. Or Germany. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like their their you know prison reform is down, but it's like, well, are you counting on being in prison? Like, is that what you're counting on? Like, yeah. So that if you happen to go to prison, that you're going to live a better life. It's like, no, don't. You know, that's like a that's a poor factor. It's like America gives you the best economic freedom, but it also gives you the freedom to be a fucking lazy piece of shit and still be able to talk the same shit as some guy that's rich. Yeah. Like you think about like what Twitter is and just what freedom of speech is. It means that your voice, my voice is just as important as the guy with money's voice. That's not the same in all the countries. And it's like, people don't have that realization. Like they've never seen it firsthand. They never like, you know, like there's a reason you're here. There's a reason you're fucking like, you know, even if it's for schooling, why the fuck are you here? Like, Come on, there has to be a reason. Explain it. Yeah. Because somehow being in America benefited you or your family. Boom. Yep. Can't say that it's a piece of shit country. And that's the thing that's, I, like I've said before, is wrong with us Americans. We find we're already so progressive about everything. So as soon as something, some shit hits the fan, we want to go in the exact direct direction yeah and that happens all the time including with our presidencies we're like okay we want someone like super far left and then eight years later we're like fuck that we want something super, super republic right. yeah this is yeah like, like and then we just keep going back and forth and that's how we are in general i don't think everyone is exactly like that but i think in general as american people we're when something is wrong. We want to go in the very opposite direction of what it is. Uh, well, I think most people are middle. But yeah. Because there's no middle party. There is no middle party. You either go far or left, or you go far right. right. Yeah. Now nowadays, that's how it is. That's there's no. There's no very divisive. Ground. Yeah. Like I think most Democrats are not socialists. No. Like they're not even close. No. Not even not close to what socialism means. You know, you can call it democratic socialism. It's not even that. It's literally like, let's have free health care. Like, that's that's basically their biggest argument, yeah. is let's have free health care and maybe a couple other things. But, and then most Republicans are not, like, crazy. Like, no, most Republicans not. just basically want their life to not be fucked with. Like, most Republicans are libertarian in the sense where it's like, you live your life, I live my life. I don't want like insanely high taxes for no return as an individual. And that's that's basically how it goes. But then but not all Republicans are like racist assholes that no, love not Trump. At all. Not and at there all. are those. There are those. 
and Trump exposed a lot of them. But that's not how the majority of them are. Most of them are just normal people. But we're becoming more divided because you don't like people like Republicans didn't allow Democrats to have a voice. So they went crazy. Yeah. They fucking, you know, and then Republic or I mean, Democrats didn't allow Republicans to have a voice. And now you're seeing what's going on. You got the proud boys, these fucking racist assholes that like, and you have these people marching on the Capitol, which if we're going to address that issue is fucking terrorism. And I don't like the argument that if they were black people, they would fucking die. That's true. That's absolutely true. But what you're doing by saying that statement is comparing a Black Lives Matter protest, which is just about equality, but like, hey, treat this person who's not the same skin color as me the same. Yeah. Like, in its in its fundamentals, that's what it's about. And then you're talking about a group of insurrectionists who stormed one of what's supposed to be our most secure Capitol buildings, one of, like, the highest security, going to not only... The floor will be hold legislative discussion, but go into the personal offices of, you know, the like Nancy Pelosi. I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi, but doesn't mean I should be able to fucking go into her office and take papers from her fucking office. Yeah. yeah How yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. insane is that? How insane is that? That's terrorism. That is domestic it is. terrorism. It is. And I think that, that, like, by comparing one to another, while it's a fair and valid argument... You're doing a disservice to one of the arguments, and that argument is the Black Lives Matter protest. It you're is. Make, you're diminishing it on the same level as them that they can be compared. They're not. It's apples to oranges. Yeah. And One's fighting for equality. One's fighting because they thought they got cheated out of a fucking presidency. How the fuck is that the same? So much exactly. so that they thought they were going to be able to overthrow the fucking government by storming the Capitol building. Yeah. What the fuck? And that's the same reasoning why, like, um, why white pride is not a thing. And this is not a thing where, like, I'm like, oh, like, you know, white people shouldn't be proud or anything. But the reason why white pride and black pride are very different is that white people in America technically have no culture. Mm. And when you're talking about, like, pride, you can have any kind of pride. You can have regional pride you can have ethnic pride but what you cannot have is color pride which is white pride and i know what you're going to think you're going to be like black pride no you're no, no, think- no i it's interesting i'm not i don't i'm not thinking that i'm just thinking of like i'm trying to think my way through that um you have up. latino pride you have asian pride sure but those are not colors and the reason why black pride is a little different is because black people were robbed of their culture yeah. And when they were robbed of their culture, they don't know what, what the fuck. They could stand to another black person. They could have been warring tribes, but they don't know. They don't know. Because, and I talked about this with Kevin. Oh, I yeah. 100% see where you're coming from. Is like, I was talking to one of my, uh, I was talking to Celise from PF Changs. And I was telling her how my my family was doing, like, the ancestry or whatever. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I found out. And she's like, yeah, I did it too. I don't know what the fuck I am. Like, I literally just cannot know. Like, because of what happened in the past, I will not know. I might be West African, but how fucking broad is that? Yeah, it's insane. I might be East African, North African, South African, Central African, whatever the fuck you want to say it. Like, how broad is that? I don't know what tribe I came from. Exactly. Because they were tribes. They were un, like, 
undocumented in a way like mm-hmm. they weren't the historians weren't super keen on like hey let's discover what the fuck africa is yeah no, like africa just like... was its own shit until they found out what it was and like oh well we're industrialized they're not let's go fucking take them like mm-hmm. that's basically the mentality of these colonialists yeah like let's rob them of their natural resources and take them they didn't give a shit where they came from they didn't give a they fuck. were like north south west east that's where he came yeah. from and so you might be able to find certain types and characteristics and i think with technology you might be able to pinpoint a little bit more like you might be able to but find you came but still you don't by region yeah well and it's the same thing for uh native americans yeah yeah exactly you have like unless you still live in that tribe you live on an indian reservation or um whatever you're still super closely connected you don't know what the fuck you are yeah that's what like ryan was like saying he's like 15 percent or whatever like native american was like but what are you yeah. like you don't know what like, tribe you came from you don't know anything don't and it's like you, it. you were robbed of it yeah and it's it's sad and so that's i get your point i 100 percent get your point of like you know you can't have white pride you can't have color pride it's just not a thing but black pride is a thing because they have nothing to robbed of it they don't know what is what so they're very unique in that sense yeah in that their pride is coined in america because that's all they know is being black being in america that's all they can relate to is to another black person you were black i was black i don't know if you're from fucking africa or you're from jamaica or you're from the caribbean but you were black you went through the same shit i did yeah so we understand each other yeah and you have to you also have to consider the fact that like when you white pride was coined for hatred and yeah diversifying people white pride and is like an inclusive person like you, yeah you just yeah, don't yeah. see that like, white pride was coined for racism and for segregation black pride was coined for, for civil rights yeah for inclusion of like hey we just exist yeah. and like why don't why aren't we the same like why can't we just be treated the same i yeah i 100 percent agree but that which was, is goes to my point is like let's not compare oranges to apples exactly exactly it's like and it, like you can say whatever the fuck you want like you you're in america you have the right to free but like what like those people did on the capitol is not a um a demonstration it's not some whatever like vocabulary you can use to make it seem it's not even a good evil than it is it's not it's not a protest it's legitimately terrorism at all if people on any given day storm the capitol building people with guns storm the capitol building Did they have guns they there there was guns and i think there was like a bomb don't quote me but i think there was a bomb on at least one of them Shit. but i know there was guns caught on multiple people if not they beat like multiple cops to death they oh, legitimately shit. beat multiple cops to death again this is like i don't like to generalize but this is the party that sides with you know blue lives, blue lives matter, matter and all this type of shit and it's like you're beating them to death they clearly don't matter to you yeah like come on now and not that they're spokespeople for their party affiliations i don't want to say that because that's getting to a touchy territory too <clears throat> but what they did was terrorism and it seems like and I was, you know, my parents were watching, you know, CNN and MSNBC and all these places. And it's like, 
well, look at this. If these were black lives, what would happen? It's like, yeah, that's true. Like you, you're, you're dramatizing it to that point of like, well, if these were black lives matter protests, what would happen? It's like, because that was real. And that was not too long ago. You're, you're making the comparison, but they're not even close. They're not, they're, and I've been saying this since it happened. I'm like, you're just diminishing the fact of, uh, you're diminishing what Black Lives Matter protests were. Yeah. 90% of them were peaceful. You had the people that took advantage of it, and you had the people that were outraged and all that stuff with the looting and whatnot. By the That's, way, those people are shitty, too. Yeah, the the, people and, who and took... they were equally as white. The, if yeah. you look at the Target videos and shit, there's a bunch of white people in there. But it doesn't matter. Whoever took part of that took advantage of a very sensitive situation yeah. for people that think that are very real and it happens to them all the time and they took advantage of that just to go steal i mean you can see the interviews that some people like they get interviewed no mask or anything and they're just saying yeah i just came here for the looting basically like yeah. i wanted the ps4 or whatever like i wanted those pair of jordans i wanted you know, like, TV. whatever it's fucking it is. open like i'm just gonna get it they didn't give because the police were told matter. to stand down in all these cities the police were told to not interrupt the looting which is asinine. Like, what are you there yeah, for? I don't then? know what, what but that was. But anyways, basically what they did, because if it, this also proves that go the government doesn't give a fuck about private business. Mm -hmm. If they gave a fuck about private, private businesses, they wouldn't have allowed looting and target. Oh, like at least when it comes to this argument. And then when it's the other argument of like, look what happened in the capitol building they don't give a fuck about you know white supremacy which is what a lot of these people were yeah you might have had a couple people that were like and and i'm going to say it with 100 percent honesty if i happened because i would never associate with the people that stormed the capitol building but if i had happened to be in washington dc like say i traveled and that was going on and i found out i could go into the most secure facility in america <laughs> where you would never be able to before i probably would go Bro, in if the bilvas were there you Bro, know would be in absolutely just for the meme just for the fucking meme i think well, so. and it's also like and it's the same thing for looters if target was basically like hey free for all you can do whatever the fuck you want which is why i don't think like looting fuck these looters and da 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 you can say it's not right and the integrity of people whatever but if target's free they're having a hundred percent off sale you're not going into fucking target and grabbing yourself a tv you're fucking crazy like that's just not real you're not telling the truth people take advantage of situations yeah. i think there was some of that at the capitol building but i think a lot of them were just instigated by Donald Trump and were already there protesting the election anyways. So it's not like they... they And a lot of these people came from all over the country. They're not just Washington, D.C. residents. They came from, like, Idaho and, and all it, this shit. And it's futile because yeah. guess what? Afterwards, they were on the no-fly list. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I saw a TikTok, actually, and this guy, he was actually at the protest and he got flagged on the no-fly list and he was mad. He was at the airport. He was yelling, and he was saying that like, "Oh, what the fuck? I just made a little mistake," and blah blah blah. It was insane. Like th no. that's what happens. No. You act like an idiot, and guess what? You're not fucking going back home. You're yeah. a fucking terrorist now. Yeah. No. Absolutely. We would allow fucking Osama bin Laden to just fuck. No. No, we wouldn't. No, the fuck we wouldn't. And these guys, while 
I'm not comparing. Well, I am comparing. They're not the same. And what Osama bin Laden 9/11 was was a lot worse. In the it lives. is. It is. But, it's not the but same. But either way, domestic terrorism, foreign terrorism, whatever you want to say, it's terrorism. It was still infil- infiltration of uh, one of the most secure buildings we we have in the America in and in, in the America America and in, in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. And I yeah, it's just bonkers. It's just big old bonkers that we allowed it to happen. Like when I heard the news the next day, I was like, what the fuck? Like what kind of life are we living through right now? We got a pandemic. We have a fucking divided America. What seems like a divided America. I don't think it's actually divided. We have this, you know, portrayed divided America. We have all this shit going on. Now we have, you know, the corruption of wall street, the, you know, just, you know, the turmoil that we're in as United States seems like it's awful. But if you really think about it, how much is it affecting our day-to-day lives? We're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the the fucking moon. We're going to Mars. Yeah, bro. Elon Musk, take us away. It's Dogecoin all the way. (laughs) If you're watching this, fucking hold. Diamond (laughs) hands. Diamond hands, baby. That's all we fucking know. Oh my goodness. Have you seen those? Have you seen it recently where everyone's just like, fuck it. To the moon, baby. To the moon. No, Diamond I mean, hands. like, I know what it is, but, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I haven't actually seen too much. It's fucking it. hilarious because that's all I see nowadays is, like, oh, we're holding this shit, you know? Well, and this is one of the things I noticed with, like, the pandemic is, like, especially because, all right, also the pandemic hit and, like, TikTok became a thing. Well, TikTok was a thing. It was already. a thing, but, like, it became really popular once the pandemic hit because people are at home and had time to make TikToks. It helped, but I think it was it was popping already. It was already like off yeah. onto a good start. I think the pandemic just it, influenced yeah. it more. It just went off even more. But, anyways, even like Instagram, you yeah. have all these influencers, these people that like claim to have all this financial knowledge when really they probably just read a couple you know financial literacy books like you know Total Money Makeover and Rich Dad Poor Dad and all these you know the classic ones. Um, and they're like making content and they're not, you know, actual, you know, financial advisors. They're legitimately just content creators that decided to niche themselves into finances. Yeah. And so you have all these people like saying, well, you should buy this stock and you should buy this stock. And I'm like, why is, you know, suddenly everybody's about stock. Somebody, everybody's like, you know, it's like yeah. all this weird shit. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like n- people are niching themselves in investing and then you see all these arbitrary like wake up at 5 a.m and work out an hour a day and do this this is what warren buffett does this yeah. is what elon Musk, does. jeff bezos guess what he wakes up at 5 a.m you fuck get up and i'm like <laughs> what are you talking about you have no basis you're a random no. instagram account you're a random fucking tiktoker you're just making content but it's because people that like myself i've been into stocks since i was a kid when i found out i had 10 disney stocks i monitored the price of that stock till since i found out to now and it's fluctuated it was at like went to 90 at one point when i found out and it's gone up to like almost 180 and so like it's you know it fluctuated but it's 10 stocks and like and i have the original stock papers which is kind of cool has like the disney characters on the outside um 
but anyways, like, so like I've been in cycle and I'm like suddenly thinking like to myself, I'm like, all these people are like talking about like you, even in the beginning of Instagram, like you went to like three years ago, there wasn't a bunch of investment pages. No, there no, there fucking, wasn't. There's not people talking about like, you know, wholesale real estate and all this shit you could do and drop shipping and this and that and all the ways to get rich. You know, yeah. day trade. Nobody fucking... And now suddenly, everybody's talking about it. Everybody I know. Everybody and their mom seems to know more than you do. Exactly. You don't know <laughs> shit. And I'm like, I'll just watch them, you know, like, because I, I... Dude, I am an Instagram, like, addict. I'll go through the reels. Like, it's like... I, really? I If I didn't oppose TikTok for what, you know, the company that it maybe used to stand for, um, I would be in a a tiktok addict i will watch reels for hours for i'm sure hours son and because it's like it, it has got fighting it's got the re, like real it's estate got it's everything. got investing it's got everything that i want to learn about like and right crazy the, things whatever you want to learn second thing and then just, whatever you want to learn you can i've learned so much through tiktok and i don't like not encouraging it because it is like so mindless and it's terrible for you because i find myself hours on tiktok and even sometimes they have people who come up with tiktoks they'll tell you whoa hold on you've been scrolling for a long time get some food get some water they have people actually telling you to stop fucking looking at tiktok because you've been looking at for fucking hours yeah no it's it's terrible but um i don't know man like i've i've seen a lot of cool things on tiktok no i've seen at least a little bit i think it turns me on a little bit more than instagram does I feel Instagram is a little like, to me, I scroll through Instagram for a few posts and see a few stories, but like, there's nothing interesting there for me on TikTok. I'm scrolling and, you know, every so so few videos, I'm learning something new, you know? Well, I think there's going to be, so there's going to be a progression of social media. If you think about it, like... It's going to be like that Black Mirror episode where they... (laughs) Where they just have to like each yeah. other or something no, like that. I and... think that I don't. I don't know if we'll necess- necessarily go there. I think we're kind of already there in a different way yeah, than yeah. that. Um, but like, if you think about it, like we have Facebook. That is the social media pinnacle. That is what kickstarted everything. Then they bought Instagram, right? And then you have Snapchat, and then you have Twitter, and then you have now TikTok. Really, the big names. Mm. TikTok being the most influential at the moment, I think it will stay that way because of will. their business model, their entire so model. Good. It's so, so good. good. But if you, if you have you watched the Social Dilemma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the perfect engagement uh, application ever. It it the swipes it for is you. Insane. Yeah, it, it, and everything is catered for you to make yeah. you engage more. Everything is like that. And I think there's going to be a, you know, give it maybe two, three years. Next one. We're going to have the next one. And we're going to progress down this social media to where I think AI will catch up to us and be integrated with social media. And we will no longer be doing this. We'll be doing like, I'm at home, but I am now in like a virtual reality where I'm with you. Yeah. You know, like video gaming is right now. Mm-hmm. you know like where you're at your house i'm at my house we have a headset we're basically playing with each other that's, that's how it's s- gonna be but in real life mm. and we're gonna see that progression it's really weird to think about because we are only innovating 
We're not like, oh, well, we made it. Let's stop. Yeah. It's just, it's just the way humans go. And I know, like, Joe Rogan's been saying that shit a lot. And that's kind of what he harps on. But I think there's truth to it. I think that, like, maybe it's not going to happen in necessarily the timeline we think. But it will happen because you're going to want to be more engaged. Soon enough, TikTok's going to become boring. Oh, yeah, it will. I mean, it happened with Vine, it, musically. It, it happened with Vine, musically. It's happened with Facebook. If you think about the people that yeah. are on Facebook, it's old people. Yeah, no one goes on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook. I don't anymore. go on Facebook Mine's unless deleted. it's for something that people only connect Facebook with. Like, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Or, like, a Facebook marketplace has been big for me because I'm, like, oh, selling yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure. But other than that, I'm on Instagram or Snapchat. That's the only two that I go yeah. on. And then, like, today, I made the TikTok, and I already got <laughs> Yeah, you're oh, not allowed man. to say not Nazi on TikTok. No, TikTok is very special. You can't swear or anything, though. You'll get banned. Yeah, but like fucking fourteen year old girls can shake their ass. Like, oh, yeah, why yeah. is that a thing? Why are we allowing that and not like body positivity? There's a lot of problems, man. Yeah, I know. I know. It's I. I'm just saying, like, I think there's gonna be more. And I think we're going to have to, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how we'll handle it. I don't know how, like, what the next thing is going to be, but it's going to be something. Because you think about it, like, Facebook, like, came, and then there's Twitter and Instagram. Instagram's only pictures. Twitter was, like, only words. In the beginning stages of Twitter, it was, like, they didn't even allow you to attach an image. Now you got posts and photos. Yeah, you had, and... like, what is it, 180 characters or whatever you could on Twitter. Now they've kind of integrated it to like a little Twitter bit more. Twitter is huge, dude. Contributes I don't use Twitter much. anymore. I, d- I never used to use Twitter. So toxic. Because I thought bro. it was terrible. It's so toxic. But um, what I was going to say. People say shit that they don't mean. No, no, they don't. And they regret it afterwards because they say the wrong tweet and they're fucked for life because they get shadow banned or they like get, you know, everyone thinks that they're the shitty person and then that's it for them. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say was, is that Facebook is still huge right now mm-hmm. in terms of AdSense. Mm-hmm. In AdSense, it's huge. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I've been kind of researching a little bit. I just got into like financials, into stock markets. Yeah. And I, uh, on a side note, that's something that like I think the pandemic has brought on me because when I was like maybe like 10 years old, I was super into the stock market. And I was super into video games as well. I think those are two things that have brought back to me through the pandemic actually okay because i haven't played video games in years years yeah. didn't have shit to do and this new game called warzone came out and i was just like fuck it fuck it and i loved call of duty and it's amazing i i can't imagine my life with uh, playing i mean obviously you know i'm gonna play it all fucking day but it's amazing because I, I used to love video games same thing with stocks i used to think about stocks all the time getting rich uh. And you know what? If I probably would have done it back then and continued it, I probably would have been super rich by now. (laughs) But either way, um, I was looking up, I was looking up this video and there's this kid called Bia Heza Mm -hmm. and he's this young entrepreneur and the way he started his business is called, uh, through drop shipping. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, Like Shopify and all that. Yeah. With through Shopify and stuff like that. And what you do uh, mainly is use Facebook AdSense. You mm-hmm. pay for these ads and they collect data and then there's some other program which you collect the data from other people and then you start personalizing yeah. ads and stuff like that. It's insane. And 
it doesn't take a big company. It's just small people who want to sell you like this small fucking like. Have you ever seen those fucking glow balls where you throw them on the roof yeah. and shit? That's one of those. No, I yeah. So I did. I watched like a three hour tutorial on, on how drop to, shipping. On drop shipping. It's profitable. Not right yeah. now, but because of the whole shipping times with China and the coronavirus yeah. right now. But it is very it's, profitable. And it is. People have made a shit ton of money, and I'm. It's happy not for a scam them. either. Well, this is where I'm gonna dispute you. Is it is a scam because if you where most people are buying their products is through Alibaba and through Alibaba Express and all these shit and yeah. most of the time the products that come out of there are like pieces of shit and like you're just ho- like what a lot of like the people like that are just like aren't investing their entire life into drop shipping but want to do it as a side hustle. What they're doing is like, oh, well, I think people are going to buy this. I create a you know, website. I create this and that through whatever, through Shopify. And, you know, I do some, you know, Facebook AdSense and I do Google ads and I do, you know, all these other things. And so I'm hoping on a couple suckers to just fucking buy my shit and like it to look cool enough and present myself. It's like the ultimate like marketing scheme ever, bro. It's insane. It's, and I was looking into it and I was like, this sounds funny. Like if I was a high school prof- or not even high school, but like college professor, like, and I have like a bunch of marketing majors, which I am a marketing major. I would be like, create a Shopify account, like, but a free one. Like, don't, don't do anything, but like make it real that people want to buy this and create a website, create market yourself. Look at all these, you know, uh, ad data points, all these shit, these marketing factors, and create a product, and you will be graded on it. I would do that. Uh, that's the it's the best. It's literally like, hey, you search Alibaba Express. It's super simple. You search Alibaba Express. You write a query to the fucking uh, supplier. You you make a website. You do all that shit. Pay for some ads on Facebook, pay for some shit on um, Google, whatever it is, and you market your product like it's your own product. They call it like branded drop shipping. You create your own brand. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though that product is the same as, say, somebody else's product. There's no... It is. There's no sort of like, I developed it, I manufactured it, I sourced it. There's none of it. It's literally like, let me buy it off Alibaba and... I mean, sorry for people that are getting into drop shipping, but it's just like it's the same as like the fucking multi-level marketing scam. It's just the same. It is it's like it's super, and it's not guaranteed either. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's, it's that you have to be it's really cool. Good. I'm not going to deny cool, yeah. it's awesome, and it's giving a lot of people financial wealth, which is awesome. I'm not, you know, yeah. I don't want to discredit anybody's industry or whatever. But it, at the same time, if you're doing it the route I explained it you're kind of conning people in a sense. Oh, like, for it's sure. Not like your for product. Sure it's not. Because I was listening to this guy. It was literally a three hour long video. Cause I was like, you know what? Like it's all done from my computer. I don't hold inventory. I literally, they send That's it. What's to... so amazing about it. Yeah. And it's, a, it is amazing. And if you do it right and you do it as like, you, you invest good, your time yeah. and you invest in the product and you really source it well, like, cause there is good stuff on Alibaba. I'm not just, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like most of the time it's like you're going – if you're anybody that's in the fucking you know, business realm or in a business mindset, you want to make the most money, right? And what do you do yeah. when you make the most money? 
you fucking find the thing with the biggest profit margin that's going to make you the most money. Exactly. And more often than not, those are shitty quality products. It is Alibaba Express because you're buying things for like two bucks. Yeah. Seriously, like two bucks. And maybe if that product has that shipping cost, you're paying another two bucks, four bucks, but you're marketing to thirteen ninety five. Yeah. You know, you're you making sell a thousand of those. You make a shit ton of money. You're making over a thousand percent profit. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. Way more. Um, and yeah, it's, it's super scammy in a way it is, but, um, but that's how, I mean, and to be kind of on your side on this is like, that's what these fucking like corporations been doing forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, and all this shit's been sourced from China. It's nothing. Yeah. New. It's nothing new. Like, um, they're just making it applicable to all the citizens and it's a terrible system. And I wish people wouldn't get scammed this way, but I, and I also don't wish that like the financial institution would be this way it's very evil but you have to realize that like either you go along with the game and you win it or you get left behind mm -hmm. there's no other way especially with these institutions that are so big either you go with it and you play along and you try to make something for yourself or you're getting let, left behind in the dust yeah it's, there's no other choice and that's how they've made it yeah i i think in a lot of ways, you're right, but I like to be on the side of like I think there's going to be enough ingenuity of the person to where, like we were talking about earlier, is people are going to work for themselves. People are going to do what they want to do. You think about people like I, I get tired of Gary Vee, but I fucking love Gary Vee because it's a lot of it's the same shit. Do what makes you happy type thing, but that's the most important thing you need to do. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. Don't do things because, well, you know what? Um, if I'm a software engineer, I I'm going to make a lot of money. Am I cybersecurity? I want to make a shit ton of money. You know, I'm in AI development. I'm going to make a shit ton of money. But art, and it's like, that's awesome if you love AI development. You love cybersecurity. Are you, are, yeah. is that your passion? Go for it. If not, why the fuck you're doing it? Because, or I'm going to be a doctor because I make a lot of money. Do you really care? Because I've met a lot of doctors that don't give a fuck. No, they don't. Dude, I... So... Side note to this whole doctors don't give a fuck thing. I, I really like my doctor that I have right now from Kaiser. I won't give out his name. But there was a point where... And this is like a fundamental point in like kind of like my thinking as a person. Was... I went to the doctor because I had never had a therapy session ever in my life, but I felt like I needed therapy. I was like, I need to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And so I made a doctor's appointment because I needed to do like a yearly checkup thing anyways. And I was talking to him. And I was like, you know, I haven't really been feeling all that well, like, um, you know, mentally and shit. And I was like, you know, how do I make a therapy session? And he was like, oh, it's really easy. You do this and this. I'll recommend you type thing. Like I'll give you like kind of set you up. He's like, but if you ever need like, you know, medicine for, you know, what you're dealing with, you know, you let me know. I was like, motherfucker, like, I wasn't like, I'm clinically depressed, I fucking want to kill, I didn't say that to him, I was literally, I was like, I just haven't been really feeling all that well, you know, mentally, and blah, blah, blah. and like, that's literally how I said it, and he was like, well, yeah, if you ever need medicine, like, if you need me to prescribe you anything, you just let me know, and I'm like, this is when I realized, I was like, They have a quota. They mm, want to yeah. sell 
those fucking antidepressant pills. That's what they want to do. Their hospital bought up, you know, say, 10 fucking cases from whatever yeah, pharmacy. Shipping, they have the inventory. Yeah, like whatever fucking pharmaceutical rep they bought them from. Yeah. They, they want to sell them. I'm like, as fucked up, I love, I love that doctor. Besides that one statement he said to me, he's always been good to me. He's always, like, gave me an honest answer, you know, basically. I mean, he's got to be seeing, like, a couple hundred patients, if not more. Like, I'm nothing to him. But, in the grand scheme of things. But, like, he's always made me feel like, like, whenever we talk, like, it's like I was, you know, just in there yesterday. Like, he's a super nice guy. A young guy, too. Um, but when he said that to me, I was like, oh. So you don't This care. is a business. Yeah. This yeah. is a business, It is. Son. It, it always is a business. And let me tell you why. Because I actually had that experience today. Mm-hmm. So my wisdom teeth fucking me for the past two years. Okay. But the past two weeks, um, my gums, uh, my wisdom teeth are super, super back. So there's this gum that keeps kind of overlapping my tooth. So whenever I bite down to chew food, oh, I'm gum. chewing my gum oh, straight on. So, fuck. and there's a ton of nerves in there. So it's terrible. And I don't have Kaiser. I have Medi-Cal. Yeah. Um, until I'm 26 or whatever. And um, so the way to do it with Medi-Cal, and I think this is just a broken health system in general Yeah. Uh, for all of the United States. Uh, even though this is hurting me, I can't eat. Yeah. Um, I have to wait four weeks for Medi-Cal to approve of my dental extraction. And then I make appointment with a dentist yeah, like when a they have surgeon or whatever. Yeah, right? and they only have like the um anesthesia um mm-hmm. once a month. So I have to make it on the day. If I don't make it on the yeah, day, then you're fucked. Then I'm fucked. Um but this is the fucked up part. So Medi-Cal will probably uh cover the extraction. But since my um roots are pretty deep they're pretty close to a nerve that's right here yeah the same thing yeah yeah and i have bone graft whatever um you have to pay for they need to sedate me so i need to pay for sedation and the fucked up thing is is they charge it per tooth i'm i'm gonna take all four out because i'm like if i'm gonna get sedated do just fucking do it all yeah um but they pay per tooth i'm getting sedated once yeah but i'm paying for four teeth so What's interesting about this, and kind of give it a, a a broader perspective for the people listening and you know for the people watching, is my mom works for the county of Santa Clara in like as a director in the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. I have probably one of the best medical coverages you can get. To get my all four of my wisdom teeth extracted, not counting the insurance that was covered a thousand dollars mine's like two thousand yeah yep a thousand dollars for something that will fuck me like you know and i get a lot of countries like don't actually have that so i'm I'm very grateful for what i was given but like a thousand dollars is no fucking joke no it's like and especially i got it like pre-pandemic and i wasn't really making all that much money like you said you have one of the best health coverages like in the state or in the U.S. In the state, probably. I mean, both California, but probably still, the U.S. Like it's like it's really you fucking kidding me. Good. Like, you still have to pay a thousand dollars out of pocket. Yeah, I go to the doctor for any sort of appointment, five dollars. That's my copay. You oh, you pay a copay? Yeah. Oh. Do you not pay a copay? I don't. But 
maybe that's just something at Kaiser or like you have to. No, I, I know. I know Kaiser always has a copay, and you probably have a copay for medication too. Maybe. Yeah, it's five dollars. Oh, so it's just a it's standard like copay. Like when I went into the hospital, like when I was hospitalized for, um, I don't, like I basically had like the most extreme food poisoning, where I was throwing up and couldn't hold down water, and I was getting su- like super severely dehydrated. And this is right. Like, this is March, like, when COVID was kind of happening. Um, like, I couldn't even walk. Like, my dad had to carry me to the car. And it was $35 to go into the, the hospital. That's it. It's ridiculous. Which, and I've, like, Janie, whose dad also works for the county, has really good health coverage. She had an allergic reaction to yep. one of my homie's cats. And we didn't know she was allergic to cats. And so we saw her face puffing up and shit. And we were like, what the fuck? And like took her to the hospital at like 3 a.m. Just for them to give her some Benadryl. It, I think it was like a hundred something bucks. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't go to even though I don't pay any copay to go to the ER. I still just don't go to the ER because it's like three hour, three hours for, just for them to give you me. You really don't pay anything for to go no. to the ER? Mm-mm. That's crazy. It's it's some medical. It's even on my dental card. It says the copay is zero dollars for RZ medication, and then. But you pay like per month, huh? Through. Like you pay for your own healthcare. Like it's not. Through free. my check, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I pay dental. I guess. Or medical. Sorry. That's crazy. That medical doesn't have a copay. Well, I don't think it's um for everyone. I'm sure people do have copays, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe my parents did something smart. I don't know. Well, I, just, I mean, I, I don't know why either. Like, I just, but I mean, that's yeah. good. No, but for it's sure. It's fucked that your wisdom teeth are two grand. Well, I, I kind of had that ingrained into me since I was a little kid because I always knew that it wouldn't always be covered by Dentical and Medical. So I kind of knew, like, you know, I was going to have to pay some money. Um, but then when I heard that it was covered, I was like, okay, okay, I don't have to pay any money. But then they brought up like going to sleep and I was like, okay, so you're going to have to pay to go to sleep. And they make it seem like in a way where like, if I don't pay for that, then I'll just do it without going to sleep. I'll just, but you have to kind of go to sleep. They're going to, you, you have to go to sleep. Slice your fucking gum open. Where there's and a nerve, extract the the tooth from it where it's connected to literally a bundle of nerves, and you're they're not gonna put you to sleep. Yeah. Plus, yeah. it going to sleep is half the fun anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you kind of have no option. Like you, like if you think about it, you're like, well, I'm not not gonna go to sleep. Yeah. You know? yeah so yeah, yeah. I'm Absolutely. going to pay this money, but it's just it's just a little fucked, you know. Even if I don't have any copay or whatever i'm still paying this shitty amount yeah but even kaiser i know like my cousin um his wife she had uh she got stung by a bee and she's allergic it was like 300 dollars just to go to the er yeah. and and it wasn't like anything like big they just got an epi pen yeah something, and just psh, done yeah yeah even she she had like um something wrong with her uterus or something and she really can't take pain so they went to the er 300 bucks right there and they have kaiser that's the thing they have kaiser yeah it's one of the best insurers because it's so simple yeah and everything that you need is right there but like that copay is ridiculous if you think about i mean if you're really like if you're how do you say this if you're high risk then 
probably doesn't make any sense because you're going to be paying like all the time yeah the co-pays but i guess it makes sense for people who are pretty I, healthy i but. think in general i've i mean i've always had kaiser but from what i've heard from people kaiser is still kind of the best because it's yeah. like that the fine line of like it's like private insurance but it, because it's a you know private company it's like robin hood yeah well I, <laughs> it's like robin <laughs> You just fucking everyone but, can go on there, but as soon as you want to do something really big, then oh no, then you're no, fucked. Then you're fucked. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like it's always. I really, it is simple. Like they have the app, they have, have the all app, this shit. Everything is right there. You want to go see a therapist? He's right there. You yeah. want to go see a dentist? He's right there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's super really simple. integrated with the government. They have really strong relations with the government. Um, in the sense that, like, I feel like a lot of, like, Blue Shield and all the other, you know, kind of Sutter and whatnot don't necessarily have as big a relationship. At least they're not as big. Like, no. I feel like Kaiser is just the prime. Yeah, it is. Pri- like, Kaiser like is like the Apple. Coca-Cola to the Sutter's Pepsi. That's just yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it. You know, Coca-Cola will always be bigger. People that drink Pepsi are fucks. <laughs> And I just think that... And if you think about it, Kaisers are everywhere, almost like... Yeah. There's one in Oakland, there's one in San Leandro, wherever you want to go, you can go there. Um, it's super easy, you know? There's a Sutter Health here that's pretty close to us, but, like, where is the next Sutter Health? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but either. I think there might be one in Oakland, there might be one. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, Kaiser is bigger. And, and I think they make it more integrated. It might, yeah. you know, I think the quality of healthcare is the same as if you were go to go to Sutter... Um, yeah. So if you're gonna, it's just if the ease everything of is equal. You know the healthcare service is equal, but Kaiser offers more um, fluidity, um, accessibility. It. Yeah, it's it, yeah exactly because like for me, I'm on Medi-Cal. If I want to go somewhere, obviously I have my own. Um, since I after I turn 21, you have to like reapply with your parents. Yeah, yeah, apply yeah. and then you go. It goes until 26 but um i had to reapply because obviously i was seeing a pediatrician back then so yeah. i have to find a new hospital but if i want anything done i have to go run around and go looking for one there's yeah. no like oh it's right here you know yeah. i have to go like for the the wisdom teeth i just went two days ago to get my teeth cleaned and he was like yeah we can't really do anything because you need to see an oral surgeon because they're all the way back it was Saturday. I couldn't find anything. I was in pain all day. Sunday couldn't find anything. Pain all day. Monday finally comes. Talk to a bunch of people. They only have consultations on Wednesday. Available mm-hmm. for March. And even after I get that consultation, it's four weeks until I get approved for the payment or whatever. So it's just insane. And I was just lucky enough that I got a Western Dental appointment uh, today. And I was able to get a consultation. But I still have to wait four weeks. It doesn't matter. Yeah for them to even see if they'll cover my extraction i know for dental i have like delta dental um Mm -hmm. which apparently is super good too um but well like and that obviously there's different levels to the delta dental but i yeah i mean i waited i think two weeks for you know my appointment for wisdom teeth and that was probably just the opening that they had and i got them done you know, it was a grand. It wasn't fun. It was like actually like twelve hundred because like when I went in for him to take all the you know the X rays of like you know and all the three D graphs and whatever the fuck they did, it was like three hundred bucks for them to do that. 
and then they took it out of the total and what the insurance covered and I was left with 900. So it was like 1200. Um, and that's where I found out when they did the 3d graphs that like, it was because of my nerve that was running along right here. Like mm. that was super close, which makes me now a little skeptical. Cause they just say like, that. So may, that cause they maybe can... that nerve is just there. And of course it's going to be close because that's where the nerves yeah. fucking are. Yeah. And, and they just so, say that. <laughs> yeah. And just to see if they can charge you more money, if it's in the way or whatnot. Um, which it didn't end up being, so they didn't charge me any extra, but whatever. Um, yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah, and even insane. today when I went out, um, I did the consultation and everything and they were like, okay, we're going to send this to Al- Alameda Alliance and we're going to, you know, make sure that they give the payment, gave me all the paperwork, blah, 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 saying, saying that, um, that the insurance might cover my sedation. It's a 50, 50 chance because I'm over 21. Yeah. So they were like, okay, there's a 50-50% chance, but if not, here's the paper saying exactly what is going to be paid for. It was like a thousand. It was like eleven hundred. For and if it, it did cover the sedation. If it didn't cover. Oh, if it didn't cover. If it didn't cover, it would have been eleven hundred for the sedation. So oh, I for le- just the sedation. Just for the sedation. So I left, and um, I w- I was in my car. I was literally about to leave the parking lot, and I got this phone number from a um just a random phone number and i was like you know what i've been getting a lot of those so i picked it up and it was the office and they were like you know what we made a mistake blah blah blah. we put the wrong number down went back it was like twenty three hundred dollars just for the sedation just for sedation it's like extraction it's 450 for like each tooth or some shit like that yeah and my uh the extraction is being covered hopefully but it probably will the extraction will be covered it's just Just sedation. sedation and they charge per tooth I don't know if it's that they well, have to inject. Maybe it's time. Like, you know, maybe, each yeah. tooth takes a certain amount of time that we need to keep you under, which equals a certain amount of gas, which equals a certain amount of, you know, you know, oversight that a nurse needs to be there to make sure an anesthesiologist needs to be there. You know, that makes sense to me. Yeah, That's how it I does make sense. But how long did yours take to get out? They said I was like under about an hour or so same that's what they said 45 minutes to an hour i was high as a fucking kite when i came out of that shit i didn't even See, know were, it was the were you fully feeling. under yeah at fully under so do they do it without you being fully under i don't think so dude is, is the laughing gas is that that's not fully going fully under right i think i i mean i don't know i, because I couldn't way, give you something that would be like a serious like answer no for sure do, but but that's what I'm speculating because the way that they made it seem was that being sedated was being more. That's why they have to charge me. And they made it seem as if like I just got some laughing gas or something that it wouldn't be as bad and they wouldn't have to charge me for that. Oh, like uh, like they numbed it? Yeah, like it, the local anesthetic. Like, yeah. you know, just right here, it's numb. But what they made it seem was that like you have to go to sleep because of the nerve. Yeah. I don't know. No, I remember I was, I was legitimately just fucking like i'm getting ready for the appointment i'm doing everything like you know like i go in they're kind of settling me in the chair and i didn't even fucking think about things i wasn't even like i was just like oh they're gonna like it's gonna be a lot longer than like before i'm under and within i knew it like the guy was just talking to me and they put like the thing in my nose or whatever like i wasn't even like they didn't even have like the mouse mouth covering thing that you always see it was like i think it was maybe just something in my nose that was like yeah like it was just something like that and i fucking like he was talking to me about something 
and it was just something super random, and 10 seconds later, boom, I'm out, don't remember shit, wake up, and they're like, hey, it's time to wake up, it's time to wake up, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened to me, and so I like wake up, and they put me in a wheelchair, because I can't walk, and like I go out to my dad, and I'm starting to like regain consciousness, and I like get into the car, take me home, all this shit, and I'm kind of like loopy and like, what the fuck? But I wasn't saying nothing like crazy. Yeah. Um, and Janie was here and like was basically waiting for me and had like a bunch of like soft snacks and a bunch of stuff like for me to eat and like was basically going to take care of me. And then we ended up just like chilling in my room like, and I think I fell asleep and like we just like, but I wasn't like, you know, you see the videos of, like, people, like, super loopy and high and, like, they say some weird shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like that. I just felt like I just woke up from being, like, off an edible. And I was just like, oh, like, whoa, what was that? And, like, my gums were just a little sore. And then mm-hmm. once you're, like, not high anymore, your gums are, like, sore, sore. And you're just like, what the fuck? This hurts. But I didn't want to because they prescribe you Vicodin and they prescribe you, like, Norco's. And I'm like, ah. like, I just, I'm a big proponent of not taking pharmaceuticals. If mm-hmm. I cannot take a pharmaceutical, I will do so. I don't give a fuck if it's like I have to fucking eat a bunch of turmeric root. Like, I don't, I, I just don't trust them. I don't trust big pharma. I don't trust these random little white pills that you say are going to cure me. I always have been that way. I'm just like, mm, no. I know too much about, like, people taking advantage of norcos and vicodin especially painkillers like norcos and well it wasn't even norcos it was like oxycontin that they were prescribing me and i'm like motherfucker i know what oxycontin is like i know that this shit is like contributing to the fucking opioid epidemic like i'm not trying to be part of that i go through some pain i'll take some fucking and turns out like taking tylenol or um uh, there's a special name for it, but like basically like an anti-inflammatory is way better than taking Norcos. ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. I um, think because it's like an anti-inflammatory where it reduces the inflammation yeah, that's got, and it so does. it feels ibuprofen so much better. Like Norcos and Vicodin, like will numb the pain and you'll kind of be like high off the pain, but what they won't treat that. ibuprofen will do will literally just decrease the inflammation yeah. and so it actually helps. And I was like, yeah. fuck yeah, I'll take the ibuprofen. I'm taking your fucking Norcos. I feel that way. I'm not like super against Big Pharma, but I try not to take any kind of medication if I don't need to. Like yeah. if I really, really don't need to, then I won't. If I have like, because I see people and they just pop shit for no reason. Yeah, they pop wow. ibuprofen, Advil, Tylenol, laxatives, anything. You know, they have one little like problem with their body and then that's it. No, Go I still straight to the medication. Have- I still have the Norcos and the, the Vicodin yeah. and the Oxycontin and all that shit down in my room. And I thought about like, you know, cause I know people that sell that shit. I was like, <laughs> I'll just sell it to you. Like, I don't care. And then I thought I was like, well now I'm contributing to some yeah. other fuck being part of that opioid epidemic. And I was like, nah. And I know I can just, I think return it to like Kaiser and their, you know, little drop box yeah. thing. But, um, but I mean, if I was in pain, I would probably like, if I was in a shit ton of pain, maybe I would take it. But yeah, I yeah. think that we shouldn't be taking all these pills just like that, just like for no reason. And not thinking about it at least. Yeah, and like... especially with the laxative thing, 
I think if laxative. you have, if you, yeah, if you, it's a huge thing where people will just take pop laxatives, especially as they get older, because they have a hard time using the bathroom and stuff, and they just get so used to using laxatives. You tell me you can't poop. Who me? <laughs> no, really, I did not know about people popping laxatives. Yeah, no, it's a thing. A lot of people do that, what? especially at the as they get older. And even young people nowadays, they they pop laxatives. They, they can't poop. They poop. They use that shit. And yeah, and even one of those is my mom because she she has some trouble using the bathroom. And she pops laxatives like it's no fucking joke. Like she's fucking addicted to them. I wonder if like bulimic people will pop laxatives instead of throwing up because it's easier to shit than throw up. Like at least it's. I mean. Personally, I'd rather shit than throw up. <laughs> yeah, like it's it more enjoyable. Better, yeah, yeah, like you know what I mean. Like but and so, maybe maybe I that's wonder. a thing. That, could that be a would thing. be a fucking thing. Next thing you know, we're gonna see a Vice fucking video of like the laxative <laughs> epidemic, epidemic of, of, <laughs> of Slovakia or some shit. <laughs> All the bulimics, they're popping laxatives. But that Fuck. would be a that would be that wouldn't make any sense, would it? Because then all the calories are already absorbed. Mm, yeah I mean, you're just pooping yeah, out waste that's, that's true but also it's like are bulimics thinking about the calories absorbed or are they just thinking like oh throwing up is going to make me skinnier just like pooping if you if you have laxative and you're just pooping 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 i mean you're probably mm-hmm. doing the same thing you're not allowing your time your body to absorb those nutrients yeah same yeah. thing with throwing up i think it's probably you do absorb more by popping laxatives than rather than throwing up, but I think it's probably the same thing. Probably. But the point is, is that, like, people just pop shit for no reason. Yeah. I think, I mean, me personally, I think if there's something wrong with you that is not a serious emergency, um, you should try, and maybe this is just me coming from an immigrant family, you should try doing it naturally like holistically or really holistically yeah. yeah exactly because my grandma used to do that shit all the time when i was playing football i used to get injured all the time i used to be sore everywhere and she used to do this fucking witch doctor shit that i don't even know what the fuck she was doing seriously she would like i would lay down on the floor and she was telling me that my feet are uneven and that's what would cause me stomach pains and she would straighten out my feet by hitting them like hitting the balls of your feet like and she's an old woman she fucking pounded the shit on my feet like to the point to the point where like a grown man would cry wow no like i'm not i'm being dead ass serious like so she's pounding the the heels of your feet yeah to like straighten your feet and then she would like there was other things like she would like measure your um the length from your belly button to like your neck or i don't know there was there was some crazy shit that she would uh, do some like old school Fijian shit, and it worked. It worked one hundred percent. It worked. Any kind of ache or pain that I had, it would go away. If I had a stomach pain, she would literally strain my feet, and they're completely well, fine. I mean, you know, you think about Doctor Sebi. This guy, you know, is claimed to have cured cancer holistically. Mm-hmm. This Honduran doctor, and a lot of people speculate that he was fucking murdered by the cia or by the government because guess what there's more money in people having cancer than not having cancer yeah it's fucked up it's but it's big true. machines you can say well they can charge whatever they i've heard the argument you can charge whatever you want for you know the cure to cancer yeah to an extent 
once everyone but is then cured, it runs out yeah then it runs out and then yeah. somebody's always going to make it cheaper because now they're going to make more money because yeah, people are going to go undercut there. everyone exactly but if you say there is no cure and you have to go through chemo you might have cheaper chemo but you're still going to have these people hooked on that shit the entire time like you think about like these cancer survivors and what they like the amount of chemo treatments they've gone through and how expensive it was paying and- for chemo one and then going through the insurance company they're making money now you're also paying these companies who make these machines they're making money they're employing people yeah and it's i think just there's a, big- a cure for cancer and they've just could be decided yeah. to go and yeah. hiv too think about how fast like in this grand scope things how fast we've responded to every other illness in the world but cancer and aids has been literally the slowest because they've realized they can hook its marketing it's fucked up as it said there's fucking pharmaceutical marketers out there and they make money off hey well guess what if we can just rope people along and we never really cure them you might eradicate you know the cancer for now but they might go into remission and they might be able to go back on to your fucking shit. Well, the thing with HIV and COVID, the only difference is is that COVID attacks the immune system, yes. But the HIV, the immune system attacks itself, which is mm-hmm. very, very different. And it's a little bit more tricky. Yeah. I did look that up, but, there, but you're right. There is, like, certain diseases well, that I- we have, like just let slide by and you could be very very right well, about the I just whole think cancer what thing more that makes I'm sense speaking to is like hiv if you think about like when hiv really started to break out not when it started and was became a thing but like when it really started to break out was in the 80s mm. that's 40 years ago 40 years yeah 40 years pharmaceutical companies time. medical companies biomedical companies all these people with a bunch of money fucking could have researched and probably could have found the the cure to cancer and AIDS, but suddenly no nobody wants to think that there is a cure. It's uncurable. The FBI comes in right yeah, now. Yeah, but every but every other fucking virus, every other illness is pretty much curable. You might have like herpes, but it's like you're not really an immediate. Di- nobody dies of herpes. Yeah. You know, no, it's just not something that. But people die of AIDS. People die of fucking cancer all the time. But yeah. what they do is they found a way to prolong your life it may suck but they're making money they're making money they're always making money they're always making money and that's their fucking end goal is how can we make the most money not off curing you because then you don't have to come back here but maybe off of eradicating your disease saying well you're 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 cancer free you beat cancer and there are some people that become cancer free and that's awesome yeah my grandpa was one of them yeah and there's and that's amazing i'm not trying to discredit that but like Guess what? A lot of people also go back into remission and they fucking have cancer again. Same type of cancer too. It's not some different shit that attacked them. And it's like, well, then did you really help me or are you just tagging me along, making me feel like shit for the rest of my life? I, I, bro, I'm think, I, you know, I think that hopefully that will be exposed too. Like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the Wall Street's being exposed right now, but I hope the fucking pharmaceutical companies get exposed. That's what we really need exposed. Financial people, yes, there's a lot of socioeconomic things that are ruining them. But also, like, think about these pharmaceutical companies and the amount of lives that they've ruined and we kind of just, like, allow that and think that that's okay. Like, you know, yeah. like, we, we kind of, like, accept it as, like, a, you know, a necessary evil because they have pills that cure fucking... You know, heart disease and shit. Yeah. 
Because with the financial thing, it's strictly an economic thing. Like you, you may hate it, but like it's an economic thing and you can't really fight against it because, you know, we all want to make money. But once you start into pharmaceuticals, it's a socioeconomic thing because Mm -hmm. you're ruining lives. You're altering people's lives. Interesting way of saying that. Yeah, I like that. You know? Yeah, it's like you're, you're also attacking like, the social aspect of it. I think it's like not even like a socioeconomic thing. It's like a bioeconomic thing. It's like literally you're just attacking people's well-being, their health, and their pockets. Like you think about the guy that, uh, what was that fucking worm's name that worked for the big pharmaceutical company that got imprisoned because he had um, found some sort, it was like, he was the head of a pharmaceutical company and is like Screlly. I think that's what his name was. Something Screlly. Um, he basically was the head of a pharmaceutical company that found a new medicine for, uh, HIV or AIDS, but not like curing it, but just like the medicine. He was like quite a bit, huh? Helping quite a bit. Yeah. It was just helping quite a bit. And it was just, yeah. So he found like, he was in charge of the company that was making it and he skyrocketed the price was like, well, if you want this medicine, you're going to have to pay $700 a pill, something like that. And he just exploited people. And that's what the pharmaceutical companies do. We think that the financial people are the only ones exploiting us. Fuck no. Fuck no. Your uncle that's on heart medicine, guess what? Tell him to eat some fucking root vegetables and antioxidants and probably be okay. Eat some beets, people. (laughs) Fuck, like there's other ways, bro. Like there's just... There's other ways and we're being like, well, you know, you can just, you could eat beets or you could take this pill, you know, but that pill also has a ton of side effects and it has this and you might actually die from this. Well, you ever watch those fucking commercials like for pharmaceutical pills and whatnot? And they're like, it's like, oh, well, this treats heart disease for people with, or, you know, or people with osteoporosis. Yeah, And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. then it's like the list. List of side effects may be death from osteoporosis. Like, yeah. So you can fucking die from what they're trying to cure. Like it's, yeah. like, it's just so fucking hilarious what they, like, claim they do and then what the side effects are. And it's like, how much, yeah. like, is this beneficial? No, for sure. I think you, if you have a chance of curing it holistically, then do it by yeah. all means, you know? And I think that also comes in with the whole, like, gluten allergy thing is, like, stop being fucking lazy. Go eat some, stop eating fucking McDonald's. Go outside, go fucking work out. Maybe you won't have that gluten allergy anymore. Yes. So I found what the guy's name, Martin Screlly. Um, mm, that sounds familiar. Farmer bro. That's the story. If you guys haven't heard of that, listen to like, find out about farmer bro, Martin Screlly. He's a piece of fucking shit. Um, Isn't that the fucking apple juice? No, that's Martinelli. <laughs> Martinelli. Same shit, <laughs> Martin Screlly, Martinelli. But yeah, he, so it's, I think it was for Retrofin, um, was the company, yeah. And they basically had a pharmaceutical for HIV or AIDS or whatever, and mm. he like skyrocketed it. And so much so that they put him in jail. Like, it got so much publicity. I think if it didn't get publicity, he wouldn't be in jail, but it got so much publicity that, um, they said this is like price gouging and this is fucked up and you're going to go to jail for it. But I think he's out now from the look of this. Hmm. Um, Cause it looks like he gave an opinion according to the New York post about the GameStop chaos. So why would he, if he was in prison, 
So, and this wasn't that long ago. I think this was like 2016, 20, you know, 15, something like that. This was a big thing. Um, so must be, he must be out now. Oh. Yeah. Or he either didn't even go to jail. But, yeah, crazy, man. People are fucking insane. insane. But, so far, we are at four hours and one minute, so we can end it here. Are you serious? I'm dead ass, bro. Four hours? Yeah, we just fucking, we vibe. Holy shit. We have a good time. And we'll end it here. Do you have anything you want to say before, yeah? Nope, I'm good. You're a fucking This is a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Fuck you, Eric. Fuck you, Eric. That's right. (laughs) Fuck you, Eric. Now, bye.